My gosh, <laughs> my audio's off. Welcome everybody, please just reload your screen. Um, that is why there was internet intermittent issues. Uh, looks like our internet has stabilized now. Thank you guys for tuning in. Let me catch up on this chat here. Um, Epic Potato, to answer your question, why is there a person sitting on the stand? The reason why is that is called Diogenes. He's a crazy homeless person who's also known for being one of the best philosophers of all time. Um, we got a ton of people on the list here today. We've got, geez, let's take a look here. We got Christina. We've got 8-Bit. We've got Epic Potato, Victor, Naz, DJF, Noah, Cole, and Roblox. So we've got two different segments that we do live wizard readings at. Um, so, um, we are going to be doing some of you in the beginning or in the middle of the stream, and then we're going to be doing some at the end. Um, I'm glad to see the internet seems to be stabilizing and welcome to the show. Uh, it's currently telling me that there are two people here, even though we have, uh, nine people in chat. So, uh, well, here we go. Let's begin today's show. We have the Titanic prophecy revealed the grand theft lion hijacker and i'm going to open a portal in real life in your home you're going to experience this in real time and so much more including the cryptid adventure we're going to be talking about a sea serpent uh we're going to be discussing that cryptid as well as three pieces of video evidence to support the claim and on top of that, there's three cases of proven sea serpents that are real things that scientists already know about. So we're going to be showing you those as well. Hi from Siberia. Welcome from Siberia. How are you doing, Christina? Um, do you know anything about monsters? Yes, indeed. We're going to be talking about some today, Michael. So without further ado, let us begin. This is why, why does this keep going off? This is absurd. All right, one second. Got to fix the live chat here. Hopefully that'll work. Boom. All right, I think that we're good. So let's take a look at this week in weird. Today, the satanic anti-pope has disgusted Christ followers. I don't know if you guys have seen the news, but um, the Vatican decided to set up a disturbing satanic display um, in the Vatican for the nativity scene for Christmas. Um, I don't think there's much more that you need to know other than don't listen to the Pope. He is not a good representation of what it means to be a Christian. And uh, my gosh, this is just some antichrist level crap. There's someone dressed up as like Darth Vader. There's demonic imagery. They have like an astronaut set up. It's really, really horrifying. So highly recommend staying away from anything the Vatican recommends in regarding to religion. And uh, other than that, there's really nothing else going on in the news that matters. So uh, that that's it. Uh, 8-Bit says uh, it froze. What in the world? I see it working right now and internet going through. Uh, are you guys able to see? I don't know what's going on. This is this is quite odd. Dang it. Are you guys able to hear me? Uh, I'm currently getting the live stream coming through on my end, and so please do give it a refresh. I'm sorry about these technical issues. We need to figure out what's going on because uh, this wasn't happening before, and now it is. Um, we're going to be moving on to the history's mysteries. Let's see. Uh, 
Okay, looks like we're good. All right, thank you very much, Naz, for coming in. Thank you very much, Cole, for confirming. So let's go on to History's Mysteries. Hello, Christina. Hello, Michael. How's it going? Look at this. Uh, just a fun capture. Uh, we currently have two people live on YouTube, and Cole just messaged me. Naz just messaged me. Christina just messaged me. Michael just messaged me. Epic Potato just messaged me. So I wonder how many else of those two people are on today's chat. <laughs> it's 11-11. Heck, Yeah. So, um, the myster today's history's mystery is the Titanic got a play-by-play -play 14 years before it happened. Let's take a look. Do you know anything about monsters? Yes, Michael, we discussed that. We will be talking about them later. The Wreck of the Titan. A man named Morgan Robertson wrote a book 14 years before the Titanic sank. He wrote a book about a ship named the Titan that sunk in the North Atlantic after hitting an iceberg. Well, that's a pretty odd coincidence, but you know, nothing too bizarre. It's, it's pretty, I'd call that pretty strange, right? He writes a story about a ship called the Titan that gets sunk in the North Atlantic after hitting an iceberg. And, you know, there's an actual ship called the Titanic that sinks after hitting an iceberg in the North Atlantic. That's pretty crazy, but not unbelievable. You know, it's within the realm of coincidences and um, not too bizarre. What gets strange is what I'm going to tell you now. And that is the various quotes from the book that match up exactly with the Titanic. Keep in mind, this boat, this book was written 14 years before the Titanic. He had no knowledge of the Titanic or its construction. This is before it was even an idea. He wrote in the book that the Titan would be the largest craft afloat and a, the greatest works of mankind. The Titanic was also claimed to be one of the largest crafts afloat and one of the greatest works of mankind. The Titan of his book was claimed to be the quality of a first-class hotel. The Titanic also claimed to be the quality of a first-class hotel. The Titan claimed to be unsinkable. The Titanic also claimed to be unsinkable, famously saying that not even God could sink the Titanic. Both ships, the Titan, the fictional book, were and the Titanic, were both British-owned and steel vessels. Both the fictional boat, the Titan, and the Titanic were 800 feet long, and they both had the same number of lifeboats. In fact, they both didn't have enough lifeboats for their passengers, and they both didn't have enough li lifeboats for their passengers for the same reason, which is because they believed their boats to be unsinkable, they didn't store anything more than the legal amount. Finally, both the Titan and the Titanic sunk in April around midnight. 
that is the prophecy of the titan this is a story wait so uh there was a book before the titan actually sunk omg yes that is correct victor hey hey victor how are you doing hey 8-bit how's it going um do you know anything so this is the story of the titan he wrote this book 14 years before the titanic sunk and predicted down to the location, the time, the cause of the problem, the size of the boat, where the boat would be created, the cause of its destruction, where it would be destroyed. He wrote all of this down in his book 14 years before the Titanic happened. Rule number one, don't test God. I think that's the real story of Titanic. Uh, the man who created the Titanic said, not even God could sink this ship. Your, your ship's pretty screwed. But this is actually one of the weirder things is that this isn't that rare. This kind of prediction happens a lot in history and we don't really know how this is possible. I, I don't uh, know outside. It, it, it's odd to me because it doesn't seem like a prophecy from God because God would give you a vision and say, you know, this... Um, you know, this is something that will happen. Prepare yourselves. But this doesn't seem like that. This just kind of seems to be something that happened. It's just an odd occurrence. And this is where you see what are called synchronistic events occurring a lot in life. This is where it's just odd coincidence that kind of just linked together. Um, it's, I don't know what it is. It's almost like God just waving, just being like, hey, just a reminder, I'm here. But it, it is really odd because it doesn't seem to have much of a um, purpose outside of just being really bizarre. But what do you guys think? How is this possible? How does someone write a book before a boat even exists, predicting its exact problems, down to the name being very specific, um, I mean, one thing that comes to my mind is that the Titan, the Titanic, maybe the person who made the Titanic read this book and built the book, the boat was inspired by the book. But what, why would he be destining himself for doom? That's, that's, it's really bizarre. Maybe that's the conspiracy. Maybe the Titanic was a big stunt. Maybe it was a big setup. Maybe there was important people on the Titanic that needed to get taken out. And so they put together this whole show and they're like, well, how do we make this theatrical? And so then they read the book. Perhaps. I don't know. What do you guys think? Let's hear your thoughts. What if the, it's the people of the future changing history? Ooh, that's interesting. So the people in the future, their event is so powerful that it like rewrites history. Mm, that is, that would be crazy. That's bizarre. <laughs> That's, that takes a new level to the Soviet thing of rewriting history, huh? Uh, it is crazy. Like time travelers, that could be it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're saying like people go into... That could be it too. That is bizarre. Yeah. I, that would... Like the Soviets, obviously what they do is they, they lie about history, change history. Uh, Chinese government does that. The uh, news stations in America do that. Um, they're all part of the same party. It's called the Communist Party. And their whole bit is they lie about history to try and gain power. And so um, what they do is they just lie and then hope people forget. And then they stop educating them about the truth. That's why it's important to buy books. Um, old books from the past and, and keep them. So... That being said, this is like, a, that would be another level. Like the event is so powerful that it actually changes the history. 
yeah, it is a giant marketing scheme. Maybe the author of the book was working with the guy who built the Titanic so he could sell more of his books. A giant evil marketing scheme. You know what? You know what? I think before I started my career in marketing, I'd hear that theory and think that's ridiculous. There's no there's no possible way that could be the case. After seeing the moronic stunts that marketers try to pull all the time, I wouldn't even put it past them. That that seems like it could be a real case. <laughs> I know it's absurd, but um, yeah, I, I think that's definitely possible. All right, so with that, we're going to move on to our next segment. And guys, this is um, this is a very important segment for me. Um, I, I want this is I'm very serious, and uh, so just it's time for you guys to get more educated and um, you know be brought into awareness of some of the systematic oppression that really goes on in our society today. Um, there's a group of people that are the most systemically oppressed group on the planet of all of human history, going all the way back. And um, I want you guys to know that uh, I'm part of that group. I am left-handed. That's right. I'm left-handed, boys and girls. And for centuries, people who are left-handed have been forced to change their left hand to their right hand. It, it is just demonic the the slander that has gone against my people uh did you know the left-handed people die nine years before other people because of systemic oppression did you know the very word left is associated with darkness and evil left-handed people have been called the sinister ones liars unclean and clumsy throughout all of recorded history going back to biblical times and this needs to stop okay left hands matter and i am part of the group and i think that we have been held down for a reason people the left-handed people are in fact the third largest nation on earth if you count us as a population and we need to band together everyone tells us how we're dying we're a dying breed we used to be 12 percent. we used to be 15 percent. we used to be 20 percent, and it's just going down now you're at 10 percent. well 10 percent of the world my friends is the third largest nation on earth left hand rise up and they want to hold us back they want to keep us down because they know lefties are superior all right and that's what's going on here this is discrimination against left-handed people we are the most systematically oppressed group and it is because we have real superpowers and i'm going to prove it to you with our newest segment left-handed history that's right we're going to be discussing some of the greatest minds in the world and they're all left-handed people you know why because left-handed people are incredible people indeed today's history and left-handed history is the great the wondrous the amazing nikola tesla that's right let's cancel right-handed people that's awesome praise god well thank you very much i'm right-handed naz Woo, naz you're part of the right-handed group oh you know it, it's okay it's okay if you're right-handed it's just you know you're not left-handed that's all and that's all i'm saying i'm just saying you know you, you could be left and you know we're just what's the word i'm looking for better i think better is the right word <laughs> matthew matthew is a left-handed so uh, obviously part of the superior group awesome congratulations yeah we have tickets hanging in our library don't know what that's in reference to they're probably sad that they could 
Whoa, really? Gamers rise up. If you're so powerful, how do you open the fridge? Exactly, Epic Potato. Your systematic oppression has made refrigerators broken for us. How are we supposed to open them? But let's look at what Nikola Tesla has to say. All right, so Nikola Tesla, the legendary left hand of history here, he invented AC electricity, all right? You know that little thing that you use for everything? Yeah, that was Nikola Tesla. This legend over here on the right did it. He also invented a Tesla coil, you know, spinning lightning machine of death and destruction that could power all of city wirelessly. Yeah, he invented that too. In fact, Nikola Tesla is known for having invented what he called peace rays, but you would think of them as death rays, and earthquake machines. In fact, his peace ray, also known as a death ray, claimed to be able to take down 10,000 war airplanes at the same time and able to his earthquake machine was able to drop entire skyscrapers with a box about this big. This man was known as, when are we going to talk about diamonds? I don't know. We're probably never. Uh, Wizard of the Electrical World. He was known as the Wizard of the Electrical World and just, just a legend at inventing and making and creating amazing things. And this is, of course, all because he was left-handed. No other factor uh, plays a role at all. Um, it was purely the fact that he was left-handed. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, fear, he, he worked so hard. He put in so much effort uh, that his teachers and his professors throughout his entire school career actually had a fear that he was going to die from overworking. He didn't, though, because, again, left-handed, he's a legend. Uh, that being said, he was so intelligent and working so hard, he realized immediately college was a scam back in, like, the 1800s. And he's like, you know, I'm just going to drop out of college, got out of the scam, and went and started inventing things. This man became a master of literature, a master of science, and a master of inventing. All on his own, in his free time, while hopping from hotel to hotel. And throughout all of this process, how did he pay his bills? He literally dug ditches. He was so superior, being a left-handed superior person, of course. He realized, I can work manual labor jobs and work on the greatest discoveries of mankind, and there is no level or hierarchy here. There's nothing different between me digging ditches and me inventing the most sophisticated things in the world. Both of them can be done with greatness and with meaningful action. At this point, Nikola Tesla took things to the next level in the later end of his career. He started to communicate with paracosmic beings. He found out that through electrical engineering, he was able to tap into other realms, again, all because of him being left-handed, and was actually starting to get messages in synchronistic energy from other realms of reality that would tell him how to invent various things, some of which included war machines and cosmic engines. He claimed that there was a cosmic engine that was taught to him through these paracosmic beings that would allow a car to run for 500 years without or an engine to run for 500 years without refueling. Upon his death at 82 years old, the government seized his home and disposed of all of his works, disposed, and began to spread propaganda and cover-ups regarding Nikola Tesla to hide his legendary military-grade technology. All because of one thing and one thing only. 
being left-handed. So that is our take for left-hand history, boys and girls. If you're left-handed, share this with your left-handed friends. You know what to do. Tag every left-handed friend you know. We have been the victims of more systematic oppression than any group, and there's a reason for it, guys. It's because we're all lightning wizards. So without further ado, let's move on to the next segment. Uh, do you know that he died very poor and alone? I do know he died very poor um, and alone, but that was by choice. He had uh, people that would literally meet with him every single uh, birthday, throw him a major party and interview him. The press would come out. People loved him. He just loved science more. Um, I can totally relate with Mr. Nikola Tesla. The idea of just... Um, you know, it's like, I just want to chill and do fun stuff and hang out and do my experiments. And then it's like people come in the way and you're like, fine. And then you go and you have a great time. You have fun and you crush and then you go back and you do your thing. Um, he died because uh, he was poor because he didn't care about money. He knew that money was just little pieces of paper. And it's like, why do I need money outside of what I need for my inventions? And so he didn't really care. How do you know the stuff you know? I research and I read books. In fact, uh, we got this book here. Oh, no, it's on my other bookshelf. I have a book on Nikola Tesla. Um, fantastic one. And uh, reading, that's how you do it. Nikola Tesla was born on my birthday. Oh, that's so cool, Cole. Um, let's see here. My main, <laughs> my main type is electrical Pokemon. Yes. Do you know that he died? Or he loved a dove. Yes, he did love a dove, but that is another uh, one of the propaganda stories that was invented by the CIA. Um, he was just in the same way that you would say, like, I love my dog. You know, my dog is amazing. He's my best friend. That's how he was with a pigeon. And he actually invented a uh, piece of technology to heal this injured pigeon and uh, kept it alive. And so people tried to make it sound like it was this weird thing, but it isn't. He just likes... It was his pet. He loved it. Um, and, you know, it was his friend. Dogs dogs are awesome. I guess pigeons could be pretty cool, too. And uh, also, Nikola Tesla was obsessed with them because of their ability to map out the electromagnetic plane of reality. So, with that, we're going to move on to our first round of readings. That's right. We've got three people on here. Uh, first, we got Christina. 8-Bit and Epic Potato. Christina, if you're still here, let me know in the comments below. We'll get your reading started shortly. You just messaged. I know you're here. Um, and then after that, we had 8-Bit. Uh, Christina, let me know in the comments below what you need a reading about, and we'll get your reading started shortly. But first, oh, boys and girls, let's get a shout-out for Vonda. Vonda has sent in the first-ever piece of mail to us. I'm not going to show you the address. That was my address that you saw there, the P.O. Box, 888-1, Missoula, Montana, 59807. Um, you can send your letters there, which will be read live on air. Uh, uh, Vonda, if you're here, let us know in the comments below, and we'll read your reading. Um, and then we're going to get Christina's going in just a bit. Christina, what did you want a reading about? Let me know. And uh, send your support to me at the P.O. Box. That's the best place to send it. You can send financial support if you like. I greatly appreciate it. However, it is not required at all. Let's see what we got here today. I got your address off TikTok and wanted to send you a Christmas wish. Have a safe and happy holidays from Vonda. Thank you for being so special. Merry Christmas. People like you make the season a little nicer. Oh, thank you very much, Vonda. I greatly appreciate the support. Thank you for the card. Very beautiful. I'm going to add that to my collection of letters right over here. 
You are amazing. And again, I'm keeping the letter off screen so that you guys don't go and send her a billion letters. Thank you so much for your support. And now let's move on to Christina's reading something about the future. All right. Do, 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 do. Boom, the five of hearts popping up here. All right, five of hearts is about disruption in emotions for you. So the five of hearts is an important card here um, that typically symbolizes going through an experience in our life right now that is pretty emotionally chaotic. Um, we're feeling a lot of new emotions. We're feeling a little stressed, maybe a little anxiety, and um, our emotions are really all over the place. But oddly enough, this is typically associated with flips from going to the scared and anxiety to excited and, and anxious, like, oh, I'm so excited to try something new, and this is new stuff happening. So there's that mixture going on here. And it's important to know that this is potentialized energy. This isn't, you're crazy. This is a normal experience. And what this means is that there's a lot of energy built up emotionally right now for you that you can take and direct in two different pathways. So you could direct that towards worry and shame and scared and fear and anxiety, or you can look at it and say, new opportunities, new adventures. Let's guide ourselves towards that instead. And that is the choice that you're really able to make right now. And this all comes down to mindset. You can choose to interpret the things as bad luck, misfortune, or opportunity and good luck. You get to choose how you see what's happening to you and what's going to be coming in the future. And so rather than trying to um, de-stress yourself, which is what I'm getting the impression you probably have been trying to do, Instead of worrying about de-stressing yourself, ask yourself, how can I put this energy I'm feeling right now to something productive? That would be the better approach. So that'd be my reading for you. I hope that helps you out, Christina. Hope that gives you some insights. And we're going to move on to the next reading. Do, 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 do. Sorry, I love you because my dog. Well, thank you, Michael. I appreciate that. Uh, next up on the list is 8-Bit. 8-Bit, you are up. And uh, after 8-Bit, we have Epic Potato, uh, Mr. 8-Bit and Epic Potato. If you can let me know in the comments below what you'd like a reading about, we'll get your reading started shortly. Sorry I loved it because of my dog is being creepy. Okay, sounds good, Michael. All right, Epic Potato and 8-Bit, uh, let's go. Do, do, do. By the way, after this segment, we have a new segment. Uh, wait a minute, where's my... What is my new segment? Oh my gosh. My new segment is missing. Ah, oh, we're gonna be doing this next. Okay, Magic Illusion and the Arcane Arts. So I'm gonna be showing you guys an incredible illusion. Um, we're gonna open up a portal in real life in your home and um, I'm gonna show you one of the most amazing sound illusions I've seen in quite some time. It is absolutely bizarre. So we're gonna be having this happen right after these readings. Um, sorry, I guess this slide just disappeared on us, but we will be doing that in just a bit after these readings. Uh, Christina, it's like you know me. Yeah, it's part of being a wizard. It's kind of a thing. I also wanted something about the future. All right, 8-Bit, let's get you your reading going right now. Ooh, Eight of Diamonds. All right. So this one's really straightforward. So this actually is uh, serendipitous as well because it's matching up with your 8-Bit name. Um, I believe your name's Ryan, correct? 8-Bit, um, though, we got Eight of Diamonds here. So this is about uh, growth in the material. This is one of the best places to be in life 
if you're trying to grow in something that you love. When you get to the skill level where you're able to look at your work objectively and tell yourself, I suck because of X, Y, and Z, and I did really good because of X, Y, and Z. I need to do more of this and less of that. When you are able to do that with the skill that you're trying to grow in, the sky is the limit. You are now on track to be a professional, to be successful at what you're trying to do. It's just a matter of time. If you start A-B testing yourself, and that means every time you do a show, every time you do your work, every time you do fill in the blank, whatever your craft happens to be, and you're able to do that and say, this sucks because of this, this, and this. This is good because of this, this, and this. On your own, with your own feedback, you are able to grow from that point. It could take a long time. You might take years, it might take decades. But if you keep that process up, you are on the path to success. So that is awesome to see popping up there for you, 8-Bit. That would be my recommendation for you, is start doing that process of treating what you're trying to do like it's serious and real, and I think you'll start to see some really great results. 8-Bit Boy says, yes, awesome. Glad to hear that that was helpful for you. And let's move on to Epic Potato. Epic Potato wants to know what to do with his life. Interesting. All right, Epic Potato. Well, hopefully we can give you some help here. That's what philosophy is for. After Epic Potato, we've got Victor. Victor, you are up next, sir. If you're still here, let us know in the comments below, and we'll get your reading started after Epic Potato. Do, 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 do. No problem at all, 8-Bit. Glad I was able to help and give you the insights you're looking for. When are we going to read about the demons? We are not reading about demons, Michael. I, you might be in the wrong live stream. I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. So we've got Epic Potato. All right. So we got the three of diamonds here for you. So the three of diamonds is right there. Uh, this is about growth in the material so this is the beginning phases of gaining skills um, gaining the material experience of what you're trying to grow so this is the beginning phases of um, you started a new material journey you've begun that journey you're practicing that right now and now you are in the stage of growth and this has its ups and its downs. The good side is you're starting to see real results. This is where you get that big upswing. If you've ever tried to learn any new skill, there's a period in the beginning where you're just flatlining up, down, up, down, up, down, and then you hit a point where you start going loop, and you're like, ah, oh, I'm objectively getting closer to my goal. This is awesome. This is a great time, but this can also be a trap. You gotta be careful because this time is a long time before 8-bit. 8-bit's at the eight of diamonds. This is a long time from there. If you get the high from this of thinking, yes, to the moon, and then it drops back down, which it usually does, um, that can end a lot of people's dis discipline and practice. So make sure you're not in the situation where you get so excited that when the results drop off, you get really sad and give up. You don't want to do that. And so that is the benefit of this card, but it's also the possible negative. So um, be happy about this time, be excited about this time, but don't expect it to always be going straight up like a skyrocket, because it will not. It will come back down and you'll have to get back up and keep going and keep going. Uh, this kills a lot of dreams, um, but it also is the beginning process of success. So 
take it for what it's worth keep crushing and don't let it stop you but enjoy it as well enjoy that experience and so that is the reading i have for you i hope that helps you out and let's take a look here uh, that's insane because i have been working on art and manga and that is just very helpful and true you are a wizard yes i am thank you very much i appreciate that look at that opvs getting all of the compliments up in here you know why because i am the number one wizard in the entire internet that talks about philosophy and also has a web youtube internet stream show and tiktok channel if you get niche enough you can make bold claims now <laughs> thank you so much i'm glad i was able to help you how do you know the stuff are you a wizard yes i am a wizard and i read lots of books and listen to podcasts uh yes he is thank you very much cole uh, i just started a big journey how did you know uh see previous comment i am a wizard all right and i haven't heard anything from victor yet victor are you here um after victor's reading if um if he's here we're going to move on to the next segment we have four more people that have readings that's nads djf noah cole and roblox uh we have another segment of readings that come later on but let's give victor the roll call here going once victor going twice and sold all right i wait until i see my voice start the beginning roll call on the live stream because i know there's a bit of a delay <laughs> all right so we're gonna have to go back into the time here um and begin magic and illusion and the arcane arts magic illusion and the arcane arts incredible stereo illusion psychotic sound illusion and i'm going to create a portal at home right now let us begin this process so uh let's get the legendary overlay of all truth and justice mr owl please do your stuff this is an incredible visual illusion uh for those of you just watching or listening at home um this is a illusion that is purely visual um i will try my best to describe it but definitely come and watch this particular one it's a very short clip uh you can find this clip yourself by searching up a brush up channel and if you type in the words incredible stereo illusion it should pop right up at the top uh here we go we're gonna go live in right about now there we go this is called incredible stereo illusion uh, if that i will come back from the tiktok you made what should i do or is it even ever going to come I, again michael i'm not sure what you're talking about man um let us begin these illusions so uh for those of you not born in the 90s uh <laughs> so that is uh that's a cassette tape um a cassette tape is a a little uh little piece of plastic that holds literal tape on it and you would put these in boxes that played music they were called cassette players also known as stereos and if you were a kid in the 90s you destroyed many a cassette tape All right, see you later, Michael. 
So again, not looking like much. It just kind of looks like a mess right now, right? So first off, can we just take a moment to really reflect on why does he have what appears to be um, dentist tile in his home? Anyone else a little weird? It looks like a psych ward, maybe. What What is this choice in design of tiles? Like, if you're at a home and you walk in and you look down on the ground, you're asking yourself, am I at home or am I about to be operated on? This is very odd. I, I don't know what's going on. But it really, it's really weird. But outside of that and the, the obvious mess with the tape, nothing really coming through yet, right? Check this out. How cool is that? <laughs> Did you see that? It visually melts in. So for those of you just listening, this pile of just trash tape lying on the ground, he changes the angle and the entire tape transforms in real time into a giant cassette player. Boom. Isn't that incredible? Just a fantastic, beautiful piece of illusion. Um, I mean, I know you're in a psych ward, but my goodness, uh, you have done something that's insane. So I guess in, if you consider that fact, it makes sense that you live in a psych ward. Um, but my gosh, just a beautiful illusion. Check this out. He stands on top of it. <laughs> or she st sits on top of it, I should say. Just incredible. And so that is the Stereo Illusion. Perspective art is so cool. Heck yeah, it is. He must be left-handed. That's true. If it's successful, you have to be left-handed. Uh, I forgot I can't play Roblox and sit need internet and the whole house has no internet. Oh, okay, Michael. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> uh, Michael always giving us details about his internet situation at home. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next illusion. So this one is great. If you're just listening along at home, uh, this is an auditory illusion. Um, this one is just blowing my mind. Um, go away. Yes, we don't need your ads. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right. Um, this is purely an auditory illusion. The channel is called uh, Viral Videos Lab. Uh, Yanni, Laurel, Jimmy, or Dore, new sound illusion. What do you hear? All right. So uh, let us get this going here and uh, turn up your audio if you want to listen along. This is a auditory hallucination in the form of a YouTube video. Oh, goodness. Man, my mouse is gone. Oh, we need to come up with a mini game for when my mouse decides to disappear. There we go. Did it without the mouse. Look at me. Look at me. Oh, peeves. Oh, peeves. Come on. Come on. I just did that. I just went full screen. I moved the volume to the top. Would a right-handed person be able to do that? No. Not a bit. Not even a chance. Only left-handed people can do something as great as that. <sighs> Thank you very much. Let's get this video going. The question is, what do you hear? All right, so this song is going to play. And what I want you to do is listen to the audio and ask yourself, is it saying Jimmy or is it saying 
Dorage, or Dor Doro Doroge, Doroge, something like that. What side of the keyboard is your mouse on? Not important. Do you hear Jimmy or Dore? The, the D-O-R-O-U-G-H. I don't know how you pronounce that. Let's hear. Doro. Would you do you hear Doro or Jimmy? All right. We're going to do that one more time. Um, and I'm going to show you how you can literally hallucinate in real time right here. All right, so let's hear in the comments below, did you hear Doro or did you hear Jimmy? Did you hear Doro or Jimmy? Now, depending on which one you heard, you weren't able to hear, uh, OPBs, are you able to hear the volume or is it too quiet? Let me know. Um, I heard a beat and then Jimmy. Yes, there's a beat and then it goes to Jimmy uh, or Doro. So you're, Cole heard both. So what I want you to do is look at the name on the screen before the sound plays. Look at the word Jimmy and then listen to it. and you'll hit hear Jimmy. Now, look at Doro, and you will hear Doro. <laughs> Is that not freaky? Uh, I can hear the audio, but I don't get either word from that. Jimmy. So you're able to hear Jimmy or you're able to hear Doro based on seeing the word in advance. It primes your brain for that word. Uh, this is a sound hallucination. This is just one of those weird things that, um, you know, we look at the realm of reality and we think, um, you know, we are getting this picture of most of the reality in front of us. But in reality, um, this is where my theory of paracosms comes in, is that there is so much data all around us that we just put on these filters called paracosms to get certain pieces of information. And you can actually edit that reality and make things happen in real time. In fact, we're going to do that for you guys right now on the next video here. I'm going to attempt to open a portal in your home and you'll literally be able to see it using an uh, optical illusion and what is called a paracosm. You may have seen these from my TikTok videos where we cause lights to flicker on and off, uh, temperatures to change, things of that nature. So we're gonna try and make a portal where you feel uh, positive energy fill your room from the bottom up like a glass of water. And that's what we're gonna be trying to do in this next one. So if you want your friends to take part in this, now would be the time to start hitting that share button, getting this out on Facebook and let them experience this because you're going to have this happen, it's going to work, and you're gonna say, no one's going to believe me. So now would be the best time to go out and start getting those right now. I'll give you guys a chance to do that while I get this thing set up, and we're gonna open a portal here in just a minute. Let's see if we can get rid of these ads. No, I don't want your Ritz crackers. No, I don't want your Ritz crackers. Ritz crackers are trash, do not buy them. They're garbage, Ritz, well, hold on. Let's use some persuasion here, um, death. Horror, evil, bad, Ritz crackers. Those are words that associate. <clears throat> All right. 
Alright, let's get this ready to go. And uh, the video that I'm utilizing to help me along with this is from Trippy Video, uh, Shrink the Room, See Things, Insane Optical Illusions 2017, if you'd like to check it out. Um, we're going to get this going in just a bit. 8-Bit uh, says, yeah, sounds like crickets. Interesting. Um, off topic, but do you believe in the shape theory that where shapes have deep meanings and symbolism? Example, triangles stand for power. Uh, yes, I believe shapes have uh, deep symbolic meaning because uh, they do. Uh, we've assigned meanings to them throughout history. Carl Jung talks a lot about these. Um, there's also archetypical shapes, um, which come from the Plutonic theory of shapes, and that is the fact that there are universal shapes. So it's actually a proof for God and the fact that you are connected to God through your soul. Um, there are no perfect triangles in nature. You look for triangles in nature, they'll always be off slightly. There's never a true perfect triangle. However, if you use your imagination to imagine a triangle, you are able to visualize a perfect triangle. And so um, that is your ability to connect with the divine, the perfect, the ultimate, and see the truth, which is a perfect triangle. And that's uh, from Plato's theory. All right, we've given you guys a chance to like this video and share this video and get this out. We are going to begin opening the portal right now. So to take part in this, what you need to do is stare at the center of the screen and this is going to open the visual portal which will trigger what's called the placebo effect and um, I'm going to voice over it with the paracosmic induction which will cause the sensation of positivity and happiness pouring out of the portal that's going to open in your room in real time. Uh, if you don't want to take part of this or if you have a seizure risk or anything like that, uh, any visual issues, do not take part in this. It's fine. You can uh, close the window down, turn the volume down. Uh, you don't have to take part in this. However, if you do, um, all you need to do is stare at the center dot and we're going to begin that in a moment. Let us begin in three, two, one. So as you begin to stare into the middle of the dot, I want you to imagine for a moment a positive time in your life. I want you to see an experience here um, that is going to change your perceptions of reality. You're going to realize that things are different in your realm than you would have ever possibly imagined. Some people would say that it's impossible. Some people would say that it's an illusion, but despite whether it's an illusion or not, we can agree on the fact now that an illusion of positivity is still the feeling of positivity. And that's really what matters in this subjective realm. So as you stare into the center of the screen now, and you're visualizing that, understanding that when the portal opens up in your room, and it will open up in your room, you're going to feel positivity coming out of it that fills your room up like a faucet spraying out, making you feel happiness and joy. And when you have that experience happen in just a moment, you'll be so happy that you did this that you have to share this video to your friends and get this message out so that they can experience it too. So we're gonna have that happen in about a few seconds here. And as you're staring now, I want you to just take a moment to prepare yourself for looking to the side and looking at a blank wall or perhaps your bookshelf or in front of you, away from the screen and watching the portal open up in three, two, one, now. 
and you can look at your objects now. You'll begin to see a portal opening up in your room. Uh, as you move around, the portal will follow you and you will begin to feel positivity rising in the room, coming up now and filling you with that emotion. Let me know in the comments below if that worked for you and let's hear about your guys' experience right now now i hope you guys enjoyed those magical times let us see what your guys's experience was in the comments below do 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 oh i'm uh, delayed i forgot i can see myself talking and we have not finished the effect for you so i will uh twiddle my thumbs as we were by the way we have some new books for sale by the way matthew purchased so many books thank you so much matthew i really appreciate the support uh, if you look up here on the top, we've got used books for sale. Uh, that's now on sale for $15 a book. Uh, the four or three books that we have are The Nine Things You Must Do, The Last Lecture, and The Compound Effect. So if you're interested in one of those three books, definitely PayPal me $15 or more, and that will get you the book stamp signed and sent in the mail. Uh, Epic Potato says that it worked for uh, him. It was really trippy. Uh, Cole says, yes, it worked. Uh, Epic Potato says he's no longer able to type. Uh, BitBoy says it is working for him as well. This is awesome to see. All right. So we were able to open up a portal and bring in some positivity for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> OPV's claims that her eyes are now broken. That's all right. As long as you feel happy, that's all that matters. <laughs> I'm glad to see that that was an awesome experience for you guys. And uh, sorry, Alex, for your editing. I should probably keep it on this slide right here, right? Thank you very much for uh, doing your editing. OPV's is a legend. She's been helping us out with creating social content. What a ninja. And um, what a great owl. Glad to see that was awesome experience for you guys and you enjoyed it. With that being said, let's move on to incredible videos time for incredible videos today on incredible videos we have an eagles noble kamikaze grand theft lion hijacker and an atlantic glacier attacks we're gonna be showing you guys live footage of those things right now and uh let me tell you this is <laughs> this is just insane um we're gonna be hopping around on this one it's a longer video but Holy crap, this is just, just nuts. All right, skip ahead here, get this thing going. Get that ad out of the way, and here we go. This is the Eagle Kamikaze. So what we got going on here is a man just, uh, you know, paragliding around, no biggie. Beautiful, right? Kind of looks like uh, Montana. Beautiful hillsides filled with trees. Um, this is in India, though, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. This is a Russian man in India. Uh, what you just missed there, my friends, you see how quick that was? Did you see how quick that was? Man is paragliding. Check this out. Those are eagles. <laughs> uh, those are eagles about to... Uh, Boom! Attack him. So he has just been struck on a paraglider by an eagle. It has now disrupted his paraglider and he has lost control. As you can see, he's struggling for life to grab onto it. And his parachute is being destroyed in real time by the eagle. The eagle is clawing his paraglider to pieces with its talons right now. Shredding the paraglider to pieces. It's just tearing it apart. Oh, you can see the eagle right there. The eagle's like, what's up, man? 
You die. You die in with me. This eagle, this eagle has embraced the, the concept of the kamikaze. He's like, you have destroyed so many of my people. Do you know how many of my nests you've taken down? No longer. Your people will not stand. And he is going down with the ship, man. He is so noble. He's just, it's not even a chance. Gosh, can you imagine? You're just struggling in the air, free falling, because this thing is destroying your paraglider. What do you do? My apologies for the bad language. Um, I wish I could turn off the subtitles, but I can't. Um, my gosh. So he's plummeting to, he's plummeting to this, there, there goes his parachute right there. He is now, he is now falling slower than his parachute. So you can imagine how, uh, how good this is going to go. Hey, Sheldon, how's it going? It is, it's incredibly scary. <laughs> and the, the eagle just seems to be hanging on. Like, look, you can see the, ang the eagle is right here. That's his wing. That's his wing. And as you can see from this, um, if you look at it from perspective, he's sticking only one of his wings out. And if you look at that, it's actually his left wing because, again, left-handed people are superior, um, obviously. Oh, my gosh. He's done. What are you doing? Get the... <laughs> I think he has a backup parachute, but it's not enough to stall his entire weight. So he is he's plummeting with only half of his fall gear. Oh. Oh wait, no. I think that's his only I'm wrong. I think that's all he's got. I think all he's got is literally beside him right now. He's he's trying to angle it upward and get some air. Oh, and the eagle is just like, nope not stopping we are not stopping oh geez oh geez he's got to have backup gear if he's falling oh no 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 <laughs> okay so what he's trying to do is aim for a tree so that he uh, can because he's only got his emergency shoot i believe um so he's plummeting about twice as fast as he should be to stick a good solid landing so he's trying to hit a tree so that he can break his fall as he goes through the branches is still alive too my gosh <laughs> Ooh. look at him he's like you want to go you want to go that one bird took down his entire paraglider oh my gosh look at those branches he's so lucky he didn't get impaled wow This brings a new meaning to the phrase and expression, giving someone the bird. I am fine. I am okay. <laughs> I like that. I am okay. Yes, everything is good. <laughs> what a Russian. That's a Russian right there. Another reason to not go skydiving. That's correct. I just even, I didn't even consider that, but you could go skydiving and just get wrecked by a, an eagle too. Wow. That's insane. That's, that's bizarre to even consider. Well, with that, let's move on to tigers. <laughs>
All right, so next video I have up for you guys is Grand Theft Tiger, uh, or Grand Theft Lion, my apologies. This dude, um, this lion is not messing around. This is pretty intense, and uh, OPVs, I hope you're around for this particular one, because uh, frankly, OPVs, I got a question for you regarding this particular clip, okay? So we're just chilling here, checking out some lions. No biggie. Jeez, they are huge. Like, look at that thing. Do, do you not feel just instantly scared and terrified and fear at the fact that this is a giant monster that at any moment could just swing its paw at your face and you're dead? Not. I'm not saying that you're gonna you're gonna be like hurt i'm not saying you're gonna be maimed i'm saying its paw is going to go through your face like it's butter like a hot butter or a hot knife through butter just it's gonna it's gonna slaughter you and it doesn't even require effort this isn't like you have a chance to fight it's like you're done it's instant you're gone So just pulling away from it, you know, this lion just, just, hi guys, how's it going? You look pretty tasty in there. Um, you remind me of what, I think you call them sardines? What, what is this lion's deal? He looks like he, he thinks he, this is the scar of the lion tribe right here, this guy. Look at this lame, pathetic mane that he has. What a wimpy lion. This this is a this is the wimp lion. This is the guy who's sitting here and nobody likes him. And so he sits off and goes like this to the side. He's like, I'm not with them. I'm better than them because nobody wants him to be around. That that's this guy. I don't know what his name is, but I'm getting the impression it's it's something lame what do you guys think it, it's it's got to be probably scar scar is probably the it but you know disney might sue us for scar um what's a another what's a wormy name that comes to mind um when you when you imagine it i'm, I'm sheldon isn't good enough sheldon's more nerdy what 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 is the proper name for this guy? We need to we need to get a name for him. Whoa, this is really off topic, but I was staring at the wall and the wall turned into the bed and then it seemed like it was on a cloud in heaven. Yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome what paracosms can do. Um I'm here and I'm ready. I'm glad. So uh, Sheldon is the name that comes to mind when I think of someone who's smart, who's well read, who is willing to put in a lot of work. This this is something else. This is like like Weevil. Weevil would be a good name. Let's go with Weevil. Like Weevil from uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Weevil Underwood or Underhood. What's his name? Uh, I think Weevil would be his name. Looks like a young lion. Oh yeah, Alex trying to defend the cats as usual. The lion has opened the door. The lion is going in to take them out. He's trying to yoink somebody right now. He is, she, she has opened the door of the car. <laughs> she grabs the door, luckily slams it shut.
Okay, so this is what I wanted to ask you about, Miss OPVs. You're going to need to... OPVs, you need to justify all of women right now because I'm assuming you're all the same, right? Um, So, based on that objective fact, uh, why do you do this? She's a liar. Listen to this. Listen, she said, did you guys hear her exact words? I'm going to repeat them back to you. Is the door locked? Yes. Those are the follow-up words. Yes. The door is locked. Let's take a look. Bum, bum, bum. So check that out right there. You see that? You see that red dot? You see that red dot? That door is not locked. She did not lock the door. She did not fix the door. She has left the door unlocked. So, I want to know. It's not locked. She did not lock the door. Look at that. Look at that. That is not locked. So, what I want you to explain to me is OPB. Why is it when girls do something stupid, and I'm not saying women all do stupid things all the time, everyone does stupid things all the time, 100%. I've done stupid things, Sheldon here has done stupid things, I'm sure Weevil over here has done stupid things, everyone does stupid things. But when you've done something dumb, why is it that you immediately lie about the thing that you did that was not smart? Why is that? Why can't you just be like, ah, I screwed that up. I didn't lock the door. Let me lock it. That's the correct approach. Why is it the need to say, no, oh, I didn't do that. No, no, no. I definitely locked the door. You clearly didn't lock the door. It's clearly not locked. Explain this to me, OPVs. I want an, I want an explanation in the chat. All right, that's what I want. And that is the lion carjacker. Well, they got away anyway, so. (laughs) And that is it, intense exposure. That's right, she's being exposed. They're all being exposed right now. Everybody, OPV's has gone dark. She's obviously hiding now. She's trying to uh, make very, um, frankly, very discriminatory comments towards my people. She's insulting left-handed people. Um, She's putting them down. Uh, She's using the left word, which, by the way, that's our word. Lefty, that's our word, okay? Uh, You you refer to us as left-hand Americans, okay? Um, If you're going to be insulting us like that, um, you need to to be a little bit more uh, direct. And I think you're being evasive. And you're turning towards hate instead of accepting the fact that... um, I think we're right here. I think we're right. So let's get the next video queued up. The Atlantic Glacier Attack. This one is just um, fascinating. Uh, this is one of those moments where it's just like the 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 call on this is just one of those beautiful moments in history um, that are recorded on the internets for us to watch and enjoy. <laughs> All right, this is the uh, Arctic Glacier Attacks. 40, 50 There's birds that live in the Arctic? What the heck? Other than penguins? I didn't know that. It's interesting. Did you guys know that? What birds live in the... How do you... How do they live? Wouldn't they get frozen? How does that work? That's weird. thought you had to be like a penguin to survive in the Arctic. That's odd. 
So these guys are examining uh, Arctic glaciers that collapse. This happens every year. This is a seasonal thing. Um, you know, people lie and say that this is a sign of global warming. It isn't. Um, that's nothing to do with this. This happens every year. Uh, when summer comes around, the Arctic begins to melt and it collapses. And then in the winter, it freezes again. Um, there's no really uh, major changes that are occurring here. It's just a cyclical thing that's always happened and will continue to happen into the future. I would not want to be this close to a giant ice block like that. Look at that. You're in a dinghy. <laughs> You're smaller than a beluga whale. And beluga whales are very small. Hey, how's it going, Michael? I was always told birds go south for the winter, but I didn't... I don't believe that anymore. Exactly, right? <laughs> Did you hear that? Crucial information there, boys and girls. Did you hear what he had to say? That whole front is going to go at some point. Pretty good call, you know. He said that whole front is going to go at some point. A little piece of right ice fell off. Pretty impressive, right? No. No, it's not. You hear the crunchy? You hear the crunchy? Do you hear the crunchy? <laughs> get out, 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 run! Oh! Look at that. You can see chunks of ice flying right by his face. Here's the crunchies. Look at them. They're flooring it. They're getting out. They're getting out. Look at that. You can see the shrapnel landing around their boats as they speed as fast as they possibly can away. Look at that thing. Oh, the ice demons have come. The ice giants have returned to claim your soul. Your Nordic bloodline will be claimed. Oh, one of them right off to the right look right off to the right it literally right next to him and splashes him let's see if we can get that again all right we're gonna have to watch this area boom that could have hit him instantly boat down chunks flying off short game he's looking for a ring i'll add you to the list bud jeez And that is the Arctic attack, my friends, boys and girls. That is, um, that is a level of insanity that is just, just incredible. Just incredible to catch that on camera. I love how he literally says, that old front's about to go. Yeah, right. Little chunk falls off. Eh, pretty good call, right? Oh, gosh. Oh, what's that crunching noise? You hear that crunching noise? Oh, I don't hear nothing. Oh, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Hit the gas. Hit the gas. Hit the gas. <laughs> absolutely insane um and let's get short gaming on the list here short gaming boom you are added sir 
and let's move on to the next segment. So the next segment is the Build, Grow, and Create. This is a uh, fun experiment to try at home. Um, the guy in this video is kind of a loser. Um, you know, I, I find him to be a, a bit awkward, but you know, the information he has is good. So uh, give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, you know, he's, he's kind of a nerd, uh, but you know, I think you'll like it. Look at that crappy mustache. Look at that. Look at that unformed beard. Oh, oh, it's so bad. All right, so we're going to teach you something fun that you guys can try at home today for Build, Grow, and Create. Oh, gosh, just look at that. Look at that poorly formed mustache and beard. That is just disgraceful. Now as I feel it going into my lips because I need to cut it, um, I'm, I'm so embarrassed. Need some pepper, you need some uh, pepper, some water, and a toothpick. I'm gonna put the right All right, so we put the pepper in the water right here. Pepper is now in the water. Nothing. Look at that. Moses mode right there, moving the pepper with your psyche. All right, when you started growing your beard, exactly, right? <laughs> if they stayed there for one more second, they would have been goners, exactly. So you can see the pepper just moving around. So that is the, and that is the effect that we're gonna teach you here. Uh, separating pepper trick and the secret ingredients to doing that. I think I'm wearing the same sweatshirt. Am I wearing the same? I'm wearing the same sweatshirt. You didn't see that one coming, did you? my old house back when I lived in hell by the way um, that's the uh, the La Mirada house that I owned and we had it decorated for Christmas as you can see quite fun um, so this is interesting because this video is actually like right around uh, it's like going back in time traveling right now I'm seeing myself with less of a mustache less of a beard um, and in a place that I hated which was California just a, just a horrible horrible place and uh, still crushing but a uh, fun experiment for you guys to try at home And that is it. That is the effect. Uh, we'll get one more shot of the footage of it actually happening here, just so you can get an experience of that. So here's the pepper, and as you put it in, boom. Look at that. That's beautiful. Let's watch it again. I get it, it's annoying, but, but it's beautiful. You can see it moves just like that. 
Wait for it. Boom. Isn't that beautiful? And so that is it. That is our build, grow, and create. Michael is getting the laughs from this. If you stayed there for one more second, they would have been, yeah, that is correct. Um, this is how to move pepper at home. This is an experiment you can try for yourself. Very fun to do. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. So let's move on to the next segment of the show. Build, grow, and create is a fun segment and important for life. Today, we are going to be showing you fantastic cryptids and where to find them. Today, we're going to be showing you video footage of the Florida sea monster, the Alaskan sea monster, and the Icelandic sea monster, which I believe are evidence to support the existence of the cryptid known as the Sea Serpent. That's right, boys and girls. There is a cryptid file on record known as the Sea Serpent. Um, currently, I think it needs it's too broad of a term. I think there needs to be deeper classifications for this particular um, cryptid because, unfortunately, uh, there, there's a wide range of different sea creatures that exist. There's uh, smaller ones. Some of them have fins. Some of them are like snakes. Some are more like dragons. And there's a lot of different um, examples of the sea serpents. So I think that's part of the reason you have these misclassifications is people just don't have the right terminology. So I think that's something we could probably bring to the table here is um, a better uh, phylum, if you will, and classification system for the sea serpent cryptid. Uh, they are mentioned in the Bible, so we know that they're real. And they can vary in size from 15 feet to 75 feet. The body type, again, varies. Some of them have fins, some of them don't have fins. And these are found everywhere from lakes, rivers, and oceans. So it's, it's all across the spectrum. Um, there are three different creatures that have been identified as sea serpents that are real, that we have evidence of. We'll be going over those at the end as well. Um, but, you know, people saw them in the past, again, saying sea serpents, those aren't real, those aren't a real thing, they can't exist. And then, of course, come to find, they are real, they do exist, and people caught them on camera. So there is 100% evidence of real sea serpents, which we'll show you, and then there's a few that we're still not sure what they are, but there's film footage of them. So we're going to be showing you three different ones, the one in Florida, one in Alaska, and one in Iceland. Let us get those going right now. The sea serpent files are beginning right now. Starting off with Florida. Where are you? Boom. And again, as always, we're going to be skipping around here. I tried this before. It's cool. Uh, awesome. Not sure what you mean, but uh, sounds good. Oh, you tried the pepper experiment. Glad to hear that. All right, so uh, just so you know, we're going to be jumping around. If you want to watch the full video, it's called Florida Sea Monster. It comes from Sea Monster Videos. Uh, definitely go give them a sub. They got 395. Let's try to get them to 400. Why not? Let's give them a shot. All right, so we got Sea Monster Videos Presents. Skip around. A little, little long intro there, bud. I'm, I just criticized him from having a long intro, and my intro is like eight and a half minutes long. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was mean. I'm sorry, sir. Ooh. All right. 
All right, so we got some ridgy backs going on here. It looks snaky. Could be a log. Definitely could be a log. It's staying in the, relatively the same spot, so that could be waves as well. Ooh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you see that? Boom, that's definitely moving for sure. Jeez. Whoa, I guess maybe they're like different inner tube tires. Oh, is that coming out of the water? Here's another video of it. Oh, jeez, it's got like a fin. Huh. And this was caught in Florida. This was shot on Florida. By the way, this was reviewed by experts and was even, I think, on the History Channel. Um, no explanation. They have not been able to figure out what it was. Very odd indeed. All right, so that is the Florida sea serpent here, guys. Um, let's see if we can get a little bit more footage. I think there's some more popping up here on the end to get us just an idea of what it could be. Look at that. What in the world? <laughs> That's bizarre. Could it just be a really big gator? What do you guys think? <laughs> oh, shoot. Is that, is that its head? That looks like a straight-up snake. Look at that thing. That looks like a... It could be like a giant snapping turtle. Um, it, that thing looks like an anaconda. Holy crap, that is weird. What is a Caribbean? I believe that's a location, Michael. Wow. Okay, so that is the Florida Sea Monster, boys and girls. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. What, what in the world? Uh, very odd. So let's hop on over to Alaska um, and see what we've got going on there. Oh gosh, whatever this is, shut up. Don't wear masks, they're a lie, boys and girls. Don't listen to them, they're all scams. Look at this, they won't even let me skip the ad because they hate you that much. They're all liars, don't listen to them. Bears is garbage, all right. Here we go. Let's take a look at Alaska. So this is footage from Alaska tracking down the uh, elusive, the wondrous, the sea serpent. So we get in, we got some information from Florida. OPBs is saying she thinks it's a seal. That's that could be because they're doing like the fin thing. That makes sense. Now let's see what Alaska's got for us. Again, this is footage that was captured by, um, I believe this one was captured by BLM, um, and that is. 
the government regulation or government management bureau of land management and they are a government agency um, that assures you this is not photoshop this isn't fake this is something they don't know what this is they need help from scientists That's an aerial footage. Look at this thing. And this is in a river. A river. What is a sea serpent? Well, we're looking at him right now, Michael. <laughs> um, my gosh. Oh, well, it looks like it's slithering around. And, and, and I think you can almost make out an outline right here. Now, I'm not saying that I'm 100% convinced alaska is filled up with a giant dinosaur-like serpent however um this definitely looks like it could be something pretty weird uh something maybe we a really big version of something we have seen before um maybe this is something uh new that hasn't been discovered or perhaps you know it could be just like a strange piece of growth it, it's just so odd because it looks like there's ice growing on it so that makes me think you know maybe it's a stationary object like a rope of some sort um but it, it's very strange indeed it looks like some sort of fin on the left there again well i guess that'd be the right so that means it's an inferior species Yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> so that is uh, the sea serpent footage over here in Alaska. Now we're going to hop over to Iceland and see if we can find over in Iceland, boys and girls. And before we get started, of course, as always, uh, if you want to give this guy some support, I'm not going to even try to pronounce that name. That's absurd. Hajor Turkajurgadif uh lake monster seen in iceland original hq uncut version that's uh where you're gonna find this piece of footage Ooh, what in the world oh, that looks like a giant sea serpent man <laughs> it's just cutting its way through the ice What in the world? What is that? That is bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. It's moving pretty fast, too. Jeez. another angle of it you can almost make out a head again i'm getting the parallels to what looks like a anaconda but anaconda would be just totally destroyed in the snow because it's a reptile wow that is absolutely bizarre It looks unnaturally thin, though, right there. Maybe that's part of it underwater. I don't know. Could this just be like a really, really, really odd-shaped piece of ice that just somehow is moving in a bizarre 
It just looks so animalistic how it's moving. That is crazy. And so that's that, guys. That is the footage that we have of the cryptid known as the Sea Serpent. Um, what are your guys' thoughts? Let me know in the comments below what you think of the cryptid sightings here. Um, do you believe in them? Do you think they're real? What do you think? What are your thoughts? I'd love to hear in the comments below. While you give me your feedback in the comments below, we're going to show you uh, three three different examples of real sea serpents that have already been proven uh, by science. And I'm gonna be showing you those right now. Uh, these are people who would cite these, people would say, there's a sea monster out there, man, it's real. We see it, it eats people, it's scary, horrible monster, giant serpent in the sea. I watched it with my own eyes and scientists for years and years and years, you're insane, you're crazy, that's not true, there's no real sea serpents, it's all a lie, you're a crazy person, telling people for years and years and years, come to find every single time they have been proven wrong in these circumstances. Let's take a look at those real examples of already proven sea serpents. So this one is the oarfish. This is now known as the oarfish. People describe this as a sea serpent for very, very long time. <laughs> this is a gigantic long fish that swims around in the ocean just like a sea serpent would. And moving around the ocean floor, this is what you're finding. As you can see here, this thing is a good, what, 6, 12, 18 feet long probably. Um, they get bigger than this. Warfish can get just absolutely massive. Obviously, this one is absolutely massive. And this is what people have cited as a sea serpent. And, you know, this is a classic con of the people from the cult of scientism is when things are discovered that prove the paranormal or the supernatural or the cryptids, they immediately say, oh, no, 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 that's, that's real. That's called an oarfish. We call that the oarfish now. That's its new name. And they name it and then claim that, and then they say, oh, well, I mean, all those people who were saying it was sea serpent before, they're crazy. It was an oarfish. We all know it was an oarfish. And what they're trying to do is hide the fact that they're full of crap. They don't really know what they're talking about. And again, science is wrong 52% of the time. Um, it's something that is uh, less reliable than a coin flip. This is something you can look into called the reproducibility crisis. Check it out. Peer-reviewed science is incorrect 52% of the time. And so this is just one of those great examples of them being completely wrong. And mostly, and don't get me started on biologists. Biologists are some of the most inaccurate ones out there. Not as bad as psychologists or sociology or any of the soft sciences. Um, but I mean, biologists are glorified butterfly collectors. Let's be honest here. <laughs> and they live in the deep ocean too. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Goblin sharks are pretty crazy. I saw the goblin shark, but it isn't sea serpent quality. That is scary shark quality for sure. But this is something that legitimately has been called a sea serpent by people, cited by people, seen by people. And then, you know, sea serpents aren't real. No, they are. They're called oarfish. Uh, there is so much we don't know about the ocean and a lot of forests and jungles. Exactly. That's, that is a fact. Good comment from OPVs there. Um, this is one of my many reasons why I don't go to sleep. <laughs> the sea serpents. <laughs> well, you just don't go in the sea. Then you don't worry about them. So this is the second one. This is a prehistoric 
animal. Um, this is called the Basilosaurus or Baskalosaurus. I'm not sure exa exactly how they pronounce it. Um, but this is something that existed in nature. Now, a lot of cryptid studiers, cryptologists, is that what they call them? Um, claim that this might be what the people are seeing in some of these sea serpent encounters. Um, this was a real animal. It's got a snake-like head, as you can see, but it's more, it's got dolphin-like qualities as well. So it's kind of a hybrid there and a very long body um, with the, the fin that you see in some of the videos here. So some of the cryptologists believe that this is still alive and what people are seeing. However, this was a real animal um, that was discovered and through fossil remains. So this is just an example of another real life sea serpent that does or did exist. And some people believe it might still exist. And that's called the basal osaurus. Dinosaurs look fake. What do you guys think? Do you think, do you think dinosaurs aren't real? <laughs> I mean, this looks like a cartoon. I mean, I get that it's an artist rendition, so obviously it looks fake, but I just, I don't know, man. They don't look real. They look weird. I, I'm, I'm suspicious. Call me suspicious on dinosaurs. All right, moving on to the final one. The final real-life sea serpent. Again, people were complaining about this for decades in the forest, saying there's a sea serpent that kills people, it eats people, it attacks people. Be careful in the rivers. Go, stay away from the rivers. It can be very dangerous to go in. You're going to be attacked all these years stupid people you don't know what you're talking about crazy conspiracies oh it's folklore it's not real well guess what um or guess what is it not gonna show you there are real sea serpents called anacondas that's right people didn't know that this was true but anacondas live underwater for prolonged periods of time. They're able to swim across the ocean surface incredibly well. They're able to live underwater, as you're seeing in this footage right now, and they can get 20 to 30 feet long. They can eat a human being. They can drag them underwater and drown them. They're able to swallow massive animals, including antelope, um, anacondas, were discovered to be things that could live underwater. And as you can see, this is literally the definition of a sea serpent. It's a giant muscular beast that can grab you with its mouth, pull you underwater and strangle the last remaining air right from your lungs. And that is the anaconda. And it wasn't known that they could live underwater like this, as you're seeing in this photo, until very recently. This is a new discovery. And so this is just another example of a real sea serpent caught in real life. Um, moray eels are another great example of a sea serpent-like creature. And there's some eels that are very poisonous, too, that can straight up kill you with just a single bite. It's very, very intense. Uh, Alex, or, oh, my apologies, OPV says, dinosaurs are a conspiracy. I'm going to go with the, uh, what? what is it? I'm going to go with possibly i'm gonna go with i agree um not gonna press x to doubt i'm, I'm gonna go and say all right i'm in i want to hear what's your evidence <laughs> and so that is my three examples of sea serpents in real life and the three pieces of evidence that support the claim that there might be in fact real sea creatures living amongst us right now so moving right along, we're going to go into our next and final segment here before we do the last live wizard readings, which is practical philosophy. 
Now, uh, today's practical philosophy comes from Plato, and it is never discourage anyone who continually makes progress, no matter how slow. This practical philosophy is that progress is progress. Whenever you're trying to accomplish a goal, as long as you're moving forward, don't beat yourself up. You know, if you're trying to get better at something, if you're trying to improve at something, and you only improve a little bit, improving a little bit is mountains ahead of not improving at all. If you're struggling to get started on anything because you're afraid you're not going to see the massive results that you're looking for in life, start with stupidly small starts. And what do I mean by stupidly small smarts? I mean something that is so small, so simple, so easy, that if you couldn't do it, you're, you're being a buffoon. You're, and I'm talking, get this as low as possible. You want to go to the gym and you've never gone to the gym before. Don't make your goal to go to the gym. Make your goal to get out of your chair and get in your gym clothes. Anybody could get out of their chair and get into their gym clothes, right? Well, Tyler, getting in my gym clothes is a lot of work. Fine. Make your first goal to get out of your chair. Stand up. Just try that. As small as it can. Tyler, getting out of my chair is too much. Fine. Make your first goal to put your hands in the position to get out of your chair. That's your first goal. Make it as stupidly small as you need so that if you don't do it, you're just doing it out of petty behaviors. Start as small as you need to do and start making the progress today. And then the final caveat here is that you should track your results. You really should uh, measure the progress over time so that when you get back into that situation and you were able to move your hands here, you can say, hey, last time I was here, I put my hands here. Now I want to go from here to stepping up and getting out of my chair. And then I want to go from getting out of my chair to getting into my gym clothes. And then I want to go from getting out of my gym clothes into getting into my car. Then I want to get from getting into my car to driving to the gym. Then I want to get from driving to the gym to actually going into the gym and working out. Whatever steps you need, track your results, take one step further, make it as small as you need to do, and then check your progress monthly and you'll look back and be able to cheer at how much you've managed to accomplish because you didn't stop yourself with these massive goals and instead you took the philosophical approach of starting stupidly small starts. And that is the practical philosophy for today. I hope that helps you guys out. I hope that gives you some insights and we're gonna move on into the final steps of our readings. Boo -doo 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 -doo. All right, wizard readings for today. Let us begin. So uh, up on the list, we've got Naz. Then after Naz, we've got the one, the only, the DJF. If you're still here, Naz, let me know in the comments below. We'll get your reading started shortly. Uh, the legendary one known as Naz. Then after that, we've got DJF. Hey, how's it going? SL88. How are you doing, sir? Naz, 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 it's time for your reading right now. By the way, if you're interested in buying a book, I've got three books up here for sale. Those are my used books for sale. They are $15. If you donate $15, you're going to get a three-card reading instead of a one-card reading right now, live. And I'm going to stamp one of those books that you choose, send it to you in the mail, 
and um, you're going to have that for your reading pleasure. So if you're interested in getting one of those books, we've got The Nine Things You Simply Must Do. We have a book called The Last Lecture and The Compound Effect. Those are the three books currently for sale. All you need to do is make a donation at paypal.me forward slash askawizard. Pay $15 or more and you will get those plus the three card reading. And if you'd like to send in some support and have your re letters read on air like we just did today from Vonda, we can be sending, you can send your letters over to PO Box 8881, Missoula, Montana, 59807. All right, Naz, we're gonna give you the roll call here. Going once, going twice. So the Maz is off the list. Up next after Naz, we got DJF. DJF in the house. DJ, if you're here, let me know in the comments below and we'll get your reading started in just a bit. After DJF, we have Noah. Noah, if you're still here, let me know in the comments below and we'll get your reading started shortly. We had so many people show up in the beginning. It was so frustrating. The the internet just it was so rocky. And so I just wanted to take a special thanks right now for those of you who have stuck in and hung out that that was a trial by fire man they the youtube tried to shake you out and you guys stayed strong we had like what 15 people here in the very beginning and a solid 50 percent of you all the way to the end here i am i'm really really happy to see that and i really appreciate it your support is just so meaningful guys it makes these shows so much fun and it's the best part of my day this is a picture of a sum from two days ago, the other life that you made. Okay. Good Good to know. <laughs> Michael, I'm not sure what you mean. All right, let's get DJF the uh, roll call. And I see Noah has arrived. Noah, if there's anything in particular you'd like a reading about, let me know in the comments below. Uh, DJF, let's get you the roll call. And just also as a side note, if you didn't stay along because of the internet shakeouts, I'm not mad at you at all. I 100% expected. That's why I'm so appreciative of the people who stuck through it. I know how annoying and frustrating that can be and how I wouldn't want to tolerate it for myself. So the fact that you guys did go the extra mile is really appreciated. All right, DJF. Going once. Going twice. Sold off the list. All right, we're moving on to Noah. Noah, you are up. Let's get your reading going right now. Do 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 do. Ooh, all right. Noah's new beginnings. <laughs> going going along with your name theory there, huh? So going along with your namesake, obviously Noah is a fan of new beginnings. <laughs> That's the ace of diamonds here. The beginning of a new material uh, journey on the horizon for you. And so um, I'm making a joke to Noah of the Bible, obviously. But uh, this is saying that you are on the path for starting a new journey right now. You're in the beginning of trying something in the real world. Um, so this is an experience... Um, you this is a new experience 
for you. This is something that you're going to be going on a new journey on. Um, you're gonna be trying it in the real world and that's really what defines this particular card is rather than thinking about something or imagining something or even being like, I think it's a good thing to do that, you're actually taking action. So what happens in the realm of reality is you're going to learn very quickly. However, it's not gonna be easy. You're going to, um, be hit with the reality of the world much quicker. Um, you can think of this like with entrepreneurship, this is really highlighted. If you go talk to someone who will say they're an expert in entrepreneurship, look at me, I'm, I'm a business genius, um, I know all about business and so on and so forth because they read books or they watch podcasts, or in these days, they, they stream YouTube videos from Gary Vee, um, <laughs> and they think that they understand business, and they don't know a thing, um, because they haven't acted in the real world. The knowledge is, and thinking about something, is not the same thing as actually knowing something. So you, it's really important that you actually act in the real world, and it looks like you're taking that phase now to really start learning. This is the hardest path, this is what most people avoid, because um, you're gonna be immediately hit with feedback. You know, if you wanna try and start a business, and you're like, I can imagine a world where everyone will love and buy my amazing Christmas ornaments that I make at home. And I'm going to make my own Christmas ornaments and they're gonna just be a massive success and everyone's gonna buy them. You can imagine all those things in your head, but until you set up a stand and start selling them or go online, set up a Shopify store and start putting out your Christmas ornaments, you don't really know anything. You have no idea. So trying it in the real world is the fastest way to succeed. And that would be my recommendation for you, sir. I hope that helps you out, Noah. I hope that gives you some good insights. And we're going to move on to the next reading. Do, 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 do. All right. After Noah, we've got Cole. Cole, you are up. And then after Cole, we got Roblox. Cole and Roblox. If you guys are still here, let me know in the comments below. We'll get your reading started shortly. Cole and Roblox. <clears throat> do, 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 do. Noah says, I'm, I was actually thinking about moving and starting a restaurant. Heck yeah. Well, Noah, if you haven't seen some of my previous streams or my podcast, which you can find at Ask Wizard on basically everything that has a podcast, Spotify, um, iTunes Store, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place. <clears throat> that being said, uh, there's some entrepreneurial videos on there as well. And start as small as you possibly can. Um, do not rush into anything where you're putting a huge financial risk. Uh, the name of the game of entrepreneurship is how can I test my idea as fast as possible and as cheaply as possible while still being a valid test. So like if I wanted to start a restaurant, what I would do is I would try and set up at like a farmer's market um, or a food truck, or I would even partner with an existing restaurant and say, hey, can I work with you guys and help redesign a test menu? And um, maybe we could have like a partnership here. Um, those are the kinds of approaches I would try to take is how can I test my idea without risking too much financially? But you also wanna make sure that you risk enough to get it done in a timely manner. It's no use to um, micro test your idea if it takes 15 years for you to find out if it works or not, that kind of thing. Hello, Cole. Cole does currently exist. Awesome, Cole. Let's get you a live reading. Is there anything in particular you were looking for insights on? Let me know in the comments below and we'll get your reading started shortly. 
uh, I still hear when the line still started. Thank you very much, Michael. Uh, Michael, did you want a reading? I don't think you ever requested a reading, but if you do, I can add you to the list. Let me know. Um, we'll get you added if you would like a reading. All right, Cole, let's go. Cole, if you got anything in particular, let me know. <clears throat> My voice is starting to go. Alrighty there. Let's show you guys what that card is. We've got the uh, King of Hearts. King of Hearts popping up there for you. Uh, the King of Hearts is about knowledge of the emotions. So Cole, this is a call to action here. This is saying um, we need to start asking ourselves why do we feel the emotions that we feel? What are the sources of them? And then asking ourselves, are the reasons we're feeling our emotions valid because there are things happening in the present moment and we should feel these emotions? Or are they feedback from something that's happened in the past, something that's still bothering us today that happened long ago that we haven't resolved? Um, Carl Jung talks a lot about this theory of the fact that we uh, will develop problems in the past in our life and they have strong emotional signals to, to worry us because there was pain that was caused there. The same way that your toe, you stub your toe, it hurts your toe, um, to tell you, hey, try not to stub your toe again. And if we don't present our subconscious with a solution to that problem, um, it will continue to remind us. And this can be even little tiny things, like someone called us names when we were young and we latched onto it and it hurt us. So what are we going to do to overcome that in the future? What if someone calls us names in the future? And you could tell yourself, well, I know that it doesn't matter what random people say about me anymore. It matters what people who I care about say about me. And so that would be a way of telling your subconscious, oh, okay, we don't need to worry about that threat anymore. And it will relieve that tension. So that's one technique you can use to start working through this kind of stuff. And if you're feeling strong emotions, but you're feeling them because of things that are happening within the last week or fear of the next week or th happiness of the next week for that matter, that's good. That's what your emotions are supposed to do. What you don't want is it getting clogged up with emotions from way long ago. And so the sooner you start untangling that, the better you're gonna be. So that'd be my recommendation for you there, Cole. I hope that helps you out. Hope that gives you some insights. Let me know in the comments below if that helped you out. And we're gonna move on to the next reading. I'm still here, uh, general reading for Cole. By the way, you might not know what I say sometimes because I have a little bit of a trouble writing stuff down. That's all right, Michael, no problem at all. Um, thank you. All right, and who do we got next on the list? Roblox, Roblox is up next. And then after Roblox, we've got short gaming. Roblox and short gaming now. No problem at all, Cole, glad I was able to help. Roblox, are you here? And Short Gaming, are you here? If you are, let me know in the comments below and we'll get your reading started in just a moment. Roblox, all right, waiting for my voice. Am I saying it? I am now saying it on the live stream. I'm, I'm looking at the delay. All right, Roblox, going once. Going twice. And sold. Roblox is off the list. And then after that, we've got Short Gaming. Short Gaming, you're up next. We will begin the roll call very, very soon. 
And if that is that, I think that's the last name we have on the list. Unless, Michael, if you were looking for a reading, let me know in the comments below. We'll get your reading started shortly. Just need to hear it. And uh, let me know. And uh, looks like uh, we did have a bit of a rough start to the internet, which was a bummer. It shook about 50% of our audience off, but it did look like it stabilized after a while. So I'm glad to see that. Um, if you guys know anything about what might cause that, how we could fix it in the future, let me know. But um, it does seem to have resolved itself, so I'm happy to see that that is working. Uh, Michael, uh, wizard reading is what you got yesterday. Um, that's where I draw a card and I study archetypical story, philosophy, magic, and illusion. And I try to figure out what archetypical story you're in, <clears throat> what character you're playing in that story. Then I try to give the philosophical advice that you need based on that piece of information. I figure out that information by using magic and illusion to figure out where you are in the story and what advice you need. And then we try to get you the advice you need to help you move forward on your hero's journey. All right, going once, Roblox, or is it Roblox? No, it's, is it Roblox or short gaming? It's short gaming. All right, short gaming, going once, going twice. And sold off the list. All right, that is our last reading for today. Um, if you want a live wizard reading and you are still here, let me know in the chat below. If not, we're going to go ahead and close up tonight's stream. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you have any quick questions or any questions at all, you just want to do a Q&A, feel free to drop it in the chat as well. And thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, I hope you enjoyed your portals that were opened. And uh, we're going to be editing these up into some cool clips for you to share with your friends and family. And uh, post them on Reddit. Post them on Facebook groups. Get the message out there so that we can help grow this stream and reach our dream of 1,000 owls. 1,000 owls around the world to crush and rule. And of course, never forget to tag your friend who's being neglected, who's being brought down and oppressed, your left-handed brothers. Let them know we know the truth and we can unite and we are more powerful than we could possibly imagine. Cole says, good night, good night. Uh, will the owl from TikTok that you made ever come back? If it does, what should I do? Uh, probably not, um, but if it does, uh, just, you know, give him a head bob. Be like, yo, what up, my owl? And and he'll be chill. He's a cool guy. He's a good owl. Fun owl. Friendly owl. Nice owl. Just what you should do is uh, if you see the owl, share my link, and he'll be like, that's what's up. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will have a uh, see you guys again, same place, same time, tomorrow, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific Coast time, and uh, also on TikTok at supposedly 7.20 p.m. Pacific Coast time. And uh, we have the Facebook pirate ship at facebook.com forward slash askawizard, where we sporadically go on and search the internet for mysteries and memes. So if you're interested in a more laid-back version of the show, that is the place to do it. And of course, if you're one of those audio people, you just want to listen, or maybe you're just at work and you can't really watch the video, you can check out the podcast as well. Um, that is where you can get my podcast at. And I hope to be updating that soon. Um, I know that that is behind in the archives. Um, I think you can imagine why. I literally moved from California to Montana, so... <laughs> That's why. Uh, but we will get that updated soon. What do you think of my profile picture? Um, I can't tell what it is because it's just a little tiny circle on my screen. Um, what is it? Let's, let's see. 
Is it, uh, is it, uh, the guy from Sesame Street? Um, gosh, what other names? Is it Ernie? Is it Bert? 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 They're the two, right? There's Bert and Ernie. They're like a duo. Um, is that what it is? Or am I just, am I just saying things? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Let me know in the comments below, Cole. <laughs> That's, I, I, if it is either of them, my knowledge of them is, is very limited, other than the fact I think one of them is really into a rubber ducky. It's about my full knowledge of the, uh, the Burton Ernie saga, is that they are friends and that he likes rubber duckies. <laughs> it's a guy dressed as Ernie. Oh, nice. Okay. Is that you? Are you cosplaying as Ernie? Cole. Are you a cosplayer? Is that what's going on? Oh, PBs. Cole might be a cosplayer. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Alex loves uh, loves cosplayers stuff. She always is. Uh, she's got it on like uh, Instagram, and she um, shows me different costumes, and she's dressed up a few times as well. It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I could be. I don't know. Oh shoot. Oh shoot, Cole's Cole is considering it. Cole is considering cosplaying. And do you know that would be the ultimate play? Go to one of these super intense weeb conventions and uh, dress cosplay as like generic, like really weird, obscure, old shows and like and also children like shows as well. That would be really funny. Like if you went as like a guy from a sitcom nobody knew about anymore. Like just some completely random sitcom that doesn't like, like search B-list sitcoms from the 70s and like cosplay as that and then be really offended when people are like, obviously I'm Luke. Come on. Like, it'd be really upset about it. Another good one would be, like, dressing as Steve from Blue's Clues or um, something. Or uh, what's his, that guy? It's Sporticus. Sporticus, the, the, the workout guy uh, with the girl with the pink hair. <laughs> just, <laughs> just do stuff that's just absurd. That would be my play for those. Uh, that's, my rec that's my 2021 recommendations for cosplayers. Uh, you can... Uh, you can take that and, and run with it. Let's see if we can make it a trend. Can I ask a question before the shutdown? Yeah, sure. What up, Michael? What's, what is your question, Michael? Let me guess. Does it have something to do with the demons and owls that are haunting you, and but we can't find them because of sea, sea serpents? Maybe. <laughs> I've been trying to follow Michael's train of comments, but I don't really understand what they mean. <laughs> They're a little confusing. Let's see if we can get a let's see if we can get some clarity here. Maybe Michael can help us out. Do 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 What is your TikTok name? At Ask a Wizard. It's uh, right right down there. That that thing. At Ask a Wizard. That's it. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will see you guys all tomorrow. Same place, same time, 8 p.m. Pacific Coast time. Talk to you all later. Peace.
I'm sorry, guys. Do you want me to roll the pirate video? Have you guys seen the pirate video? This is the intro on Facebook. Let's end with that. Let's end with the with the intro. You guys have never seen it here. Let's do it.